Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Irregular Bitches, the podcast for all women navigating their way through the maze of midlife, armed with only our wits, our senses of humour and on occasion bucket loads of gin. Mine's a Tanqueray Seville, please barman. I'm Sarah Kaywood, I used to be on telly in the 90s and noughties and uh, that was, but I wasn't Sarah Cox despite that attempt at a northern accent <laughs> um, and uh, my co-host is the gorgeous Lulu Mitchell. How are you Luby Luby? I'm all right, thanks, mate. Sun's shining, always helps. Oh, I know, doesn't it? <laughs> and also, I'm about to say something that's about as peak middle class as I'm going to get. But when we, we had our extension done, and this is... It was finished last summer, but it was a bit shit last summer, wasn't it? And this summer is the first time we've got garden furniture, and we push the bifolds back and have that inside-outside <gasps> space. Love. So you can literally go out and sit on the sofa right outside on the decking. And for my 50th birthday, my mother's bought me an egg chair. Oh. <laughs> Gorgeous. Bag it for me. Oh, well, no, I reckon we can squeeze our butts on it together. How are you oh, anyway? What's been going Yes, Louise, <laughs> I will not have that from you. Take it back. I've always had a thing about having a big butt. And the amount of people that say to me, you haven't got a big butt. I've got you a ha- bubble butt, so it sticks it's- out. And apparently that's a good thing. Well, fucking Kim Kardashian's made billions of pounds out of it. Like. I know, but I was a kid pre that. So <laughs> unfortunately, I missed out on the joy. <laughs> Own it now. Um, I- I am. Good. Uh, how are you? Is everything all right in Lulu Lululand? Oh, I like that. Yes. Lululand. Well, Johnny started his GCSEs, so Ooh. that's fun. Yeah. Um, but he's he's spending a bit more time at his dad's. I think travelling between the two of them is causing major confusion. Yeah. So he's spending a bit more time at his dad's, which works for everybody. So, yeah, no, we're all good. Yeah. Mama gets back from uni. Well, <laughs> she finishes uni and then she's into full holiday festival mode. So I'm not entirely sure when I'm going to see her, but... Having missed out on two summers and not going on holiday and stuff, she's now got five holidays. So <gasps> two with us, so one with her dad, one with me, and the other three all financed by herself. So good, good honour, I say. Good honour. Do you know I never went on a girls' holiday? I've never been on a girls' <gasps> holiday. No, I know. We need to remedy that. It was a rite of passage, right? No, I've never been yes. on. Oh, I've been on like, I think I've been on, but in, while I, when I was pregnant, I think I went on one with my oh, friend God, Polly no, and Becca and Joe. Yeah, I went to me. But no, never been on. Can we do that? Should we get that? We'll definitely do that. Right. Well, we'll we'll get a trip into Donna first. Sorry, so I've already dropped her name. Yeah, Um, it's all right. But we need to do that urgently. Yeah. And And then we'll organise a trip away abroad somewhere. And Louise has basically sent us nicely into telling you about, (laughs) well, that was a clue, uh, all about today's guest on Irregular Bitches. 
Irregular. Bitches. Our guest today is a truly amazing poet whose wonderful words came to the fore just before the pandemic and carried us through the last two years with their warmth, empathy, relatability and wisdom. We are also immensely proud to call her our Irregular Bitches Poet. It is, of course, lovely Donna Ashworth. Hello. I'm so, we are so proud. I mean, honestly, there was already like half a million uh, women on the ladies pass it on page on Facebook, but we still feel like we discovered you and we did nothing of, <laughs> we did nothing of the sort, did we, Lou? <laughs> well, you no, were definitely, definitely my first podcast and the first um, people to ask me to record the poems for anything like that. So yeah, you Aww, did, absolutely. I love that. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. It's, uh, well, I guess... Let's start at the very beginning, as Julianne Joes would sing. I won't sing it because I can't sing. Uh, but so, how did all of this happen? How did we end up here? In in a nutshell, I started a, a Facebook page. Funnily enough, around about five years ago, yesterday, because it came up in my memories, and I wanted to do a little online magazine. And my, my initial idea was just something for me to do because we, we owned a children's play center and I I missed the sort of writing and I missed doing something a bit creative. So I thought I'll start a little Facebook page with a website and I'll share stories about health and parenting and I'll, it was just myself. Um, and so I started building up a little uh, audience on there and um, then I started sharing some inspirational quotes and then I started writing things that were a bit more deep and you know started sharing tiny little snippets and um I quickly realized that people enjoyed that hmm. so I started sharing things other people had written um and then I thought you know I'm going to write it myself maybe not put my name to it straight away in case people laugh at it um and and then when people started to enjoy it I started to do more and more and then lockdown happened and I thought I'm going to do this every day I'm going to put my mind to it it's going to keep me sane it's hopefully going to help other people um and so that's when it, it really started to build and build and build and build you have an unbelievable talent um oh. to literally put your finger on how so many people are feeling mm. how have you been through like lots of shit <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I've not been through any more than anybody else, and I've probably okay. not been through less either. But um, I feel everything a bit more deeply, and I always have. So I'm I'm real over sensitive, overthinker, highly strung, highly anxious person, and I always have been since childhood. So for me, sailing through life was never going to be an option. Um, everything was a struggle for me. Um, and so, you know, it, it stems from there. So I have to work a bit harder at maintaining a normal state of mind, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. so I write about the things that, that bother me or that I'm feeling and that I imagine everybody else is feeling, because I've always been somebody who has the weight of the world on my shoulders ever since childhood, I would go to bed worrying about world peace and, famines and fires and more so than normal I think um mm. so it, it it just all comes from that it's just an overthinking overfeeling uh mind I can't believe actually that you've that you only just 
started this when you said I thought you'd always so you, you've only been a writer for like five years uh, this about is new. three this is a new about three years I've been actually writing so before that it was sort of little snippets here and there uh-huh. I suppose you would call it writing but for me it was just sort of little um articles on you know how to detox with feet patches and you know <laughs> are, are we all uh trying to be picked so, up and I went from subjects like that onto deeper subjects but in a more analytical view um friendships and things like that and then I just started getting into to actual poetry and once I realized that people enjoyed it I was able to let myself go on it and really um indulge and I think that once you get the confidence that you're not being um, silly or over emotional. Once you get that confidence behind you, we can all write down how we feel and it just sounds beautiful and people are going to resonate with it because we're, we're all the same, aren't we? Really underneath all the differences, we all feel exactly the same about most things. You're just particularly good with oh. with your words and managing to, to pinpoint things. So on the back of you being, I hate it being oversensitive, but a sensitive person, because obviously there's pluses that come out of it as well. How do you look after your mental health then? Are there things that you do? Yeah, I mean, I've struggled from early teens. I was very badly anorexic as a teenager. And that came from the, you know, the perfectionism, the realising that I could be really good at school and that that would give me a, a place in life. I was the clever one. Um, but really what it was, it, it's an ability to remember. So I've got a bit of a photographic memory and I was able to use that in school uh, to pass exams really well. And But what I wasn't doing was dealing with anything else socially or, um, you know, where I fit in society or growing up. So it wasn't long before I was in real deep water as a teenager with mental health issues. Mm. I became really badly anorexic. And my mum managed to help me through that with Reiki and some sort of self-help books that were available at the time. There wasn't much. Um, And I stumbled through for a few years and then it got me again in my early 20s. I was in the music industry, which, you know, at the time, eat you up and spit you out, you know, Mm. industry. Worst place somebody who is sensitive could be. But I wanted, I was the songwriter, so I wanted to get my words to the people. And I thought, if I become a musician, um, people will read my lyrics and they'll hear my music and, you know, we will all be. So I felt it on a really deep level. These songs were all about the lyrics. And I was that terrible musician that would make people listen to the lyrics did you listen and then rewind it? Did you hear it though? Did you hear that? And they're just like, they just want to enjoy the tune. Um, oh no, not me. I'm all about the lyrics. I'm all if about you go back through, oh, If you go back through my old diaries, I write, I used to write songs out. And even now I can, a song will come on the radio and I will go, I default to lyrics. So I'm with you, babe. Yeah. Okay, so I, I get the lyrics wrong. I yeah. am the person that's always <laughs> saying one word wrong and I don't care and I make it up as I go along. <laughs> And my husband just <laughs> sings whatever he likes and it drives me mad. Yeah, no, I hate like, twisted lyrics. I'm like, Robert, that's the whole point of the song. You're singing about something completely different. <laughs> so, I'm uh, sorry. For me, it, was, it was all about the words. And, and I would have been a terrible famous person if I, I, I did get signed for my album. Uh, oh, who did? Um, I was signed to the same management company as Cleopatra. Do you remember? Oh, yes. Yeah. Coming at you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, actually, I actually toured as their um, right. support. 
as the Aurora. That's amazing! That is amazing. Donna Ashworth, Cleopatra coming out to support <laughs> act. I really have you got any of this like is any of this committed to tape anymore? No, because it was all before huh? the internet. Right. But it's surely a tape. I mean, I'll get my pencil out if you want and like I've got tighten it up. I've got photo- I've got all my music on um CD. And and some of it I do have on my computer, but um it That's was- what I mean, like can we listen to it basically? Oh yeah, you, I'm on it- SoundCloud. <laughs> There we go. That's where we need to go. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I was never really a great singer in retrospect. I can hold a tune, but it was for me. It was it was the um, it was the lyrics. And if I knew that being a poet was a thing, <laughs> if I yeah. knew it was a job and a career, I would have just gone straight to that and cut out all the um, the need to look a certain way and the need to be a great singer and dancer which I'm not talented at at all. Um, so I wanted to be somebody like um, Natalie in Bruglia or Alanis Morissette. Those were my heroes at the time. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it was just it was just a highway going nowhere. But I, it, was a, it was a great experience. And that you can look back and see where the, you know, mm. where the poetry has come from. It's funny, actually, because um, you say that if you'd known poetry was a thing, uh, I, I I don't think it probably was back then, but I think it is very much, I think you're leading the charge for for poetry to be in the mainstream now. And it's always been a bit fringe, hasn't it? Before? Well, let me tell you this. Poetry is definitely coming back because the poetry chart on Amazon, for example, is normally... Mm-hmm. At, you know it's all the old school poets so you've got your Shakespeare and you've got your collections of this and your Maya Angelou and all that but in the last two years since I've been in that chart and watching it you know we are getting so much more coming through and poetry is really starting to make a comeback and I think Amanda Gorman who spoke at the inauguration she uh she recited that amazing poem that she wrote at the inauguration really made that more so but there are a couple of young poets who have uh, become famous on TikTok and uh, they've self-published their own books and they are very much teenage you know poetry um, and they sell brilliantly so it's it's wonderful to see that resurgence it doesn't have to be all about flowery grammar and you know the imagery that we studied when we were at school mm. that you either understood or you didn't you know some people just heard poetry and thought oh no I'm going to be asked questions that you know make no sense to my analytical brain or whatever so you either had the brain of a poet or you were on the outside looking in whereas now it's just about putting feelings onto paper and you it doesn't have to be flowery it doesn't have to be clever it doesn't you know it can just be raw and that in itself will have the effect that it needs to have on the person who reads it. Yeah, I follow a don't. poet actually um, called on Instagram. I follow a, um, a young girl called Simply Sayo. She's amazing. And uh, I can't recommend her highly enough. And she's sort of a beat poet as well. So, oh. uh, yeah, she's really, really good. Go, go and follow her. She's really, really Sarah, good. steady. Simply I Sayo. I don't even know how I came across it as well. I think somebody else, she must maybe, it was before Reels as well. I've been following her for ages. But yeah, can highly recommend. So yeah, poetry. Who knew? It's the new rock and roll, Who Donna. Knew? <laughs> Who knew? It's, de- it's definitely becoming fashionable, fashionable again and more relatable. And I think a lot of the messages that I get are, I never thought I would buy a poetry book and I have three of yours. 
And, you know, I didn't think I would ever buy a poetry book because I didn't, I, ha I haven't, I don't own any except for ones that I've come across in the last couple of years that I've bought, you know, for other people to, to show support and to to share. Um, it's just not something I would have done either. So it's it's great to see, great to see it coming back. We need it, we need it. Do you have a favourite? I was going to ask that. Yeah, of, or favourite, a favourite poet. Not a favourite child, a favourite poet. Po favourite poem. <laughs> um, I love a woman called Nikita Gill. And I don't even know if she has a book because, and, and do you know what, I must go and check. And if she does, I must um, buy them. But I have this, this irrational fear that if I buy poetry books and read them, that somewhere in my photographic memory, <sighs> it will nestle itself in and reproduce in something ah, that I Ah, okay. Mm. Again, the overthinking, you know, over-anxious mind worries that I'll somehow plagiarise yeah. someone by accident or, um, you know absorb what they have written and then write something similar but Nikita Gill I see her stuff flying around the internet all the time she just she writes really short poems and they are so impactful and they're just so beautiful she's amazing she's got loads listen to what they're called I've just looked it up uh, fierce fairy tales and other stories to stir your soul oh, great it. goddesses life lessons from myths and monsters the girl and the goddess love it. Uh, where hope comes from healing poetry for the heart mind and soul oh. your heart is the sea wild embers like i want to call a kid that hey wild <laughs> i'm gonna have to get them all now irregular <laughs> bitches i still hand write everything so it drives sarah mad oh. she's like pinging oh, questions over to me i'm like you're not gonna be able to read my writing she's like what do you mean <laughs> read your writing but have you got a process donna do you go straight what you tell me i won't I've try and my, guess my I don't handwrite anything. In fact, I've forgotten how to write. I'm, I'm going to be be open and honest. My writing has 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 gone back to that of a six year old me. I used to have beautiful writing as a teenager, but no, no I've got an iPad Pro which um, I treated myself to when I started the page, because you know when it's a real female thing but do you remember when you would start a new project or start a new school year and you would get your little stationery yes. all set up oh and yeah that was new like, stationery now i'm ready yes i've got my new notebook and i've got my new pencil case and now yes. i'm going to absolutely kick it um so that felt like the same thing for me i treated myself to a really nice ipad um and you know i drive everybody mad because apparently i sound like you know 10 mice tap down <laughs> uh, i'm a terrible typer but i type really quickly and i'm always but also it's second the thing about ipads is it second guesses what you're going to say doesn't it so it yeah. feel like fills in the blanks which is brilliant if you don't if you can't type and you can't write yeah well, it, no, because it, it never goes where I'm going in my mind. It still doesn't know me. <laughs> it still thinks I want to say all of this random stuff. But so I, I take my iPad everywhere I go. And I, I might make a little note in my phone if I'm out and about, but mostly I just do, do it on the iPad. And um, it's something that I do every day, all the time, mostly when I wake up. Um, that's, that's kind of like the half hour that I will, it's like it's delivered in the night when I'm asleep and I wake up mm. and it's all there and I just chuck it out and it always comes as a full piece. Um, it, and, and my songs used to do that as well. It, it's never a work in progress. I never go back to it and manipulate it or think that was a good idea. I'll chop it and change it. A couple of times I've done that, but for the most part it arrives you know, like a fax, amazing, like an old-fashioned fax in my brain. Mm. 
and then out it goes. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Irregular. Bitches. I, um want to know why you think i mean there's probably there might not be an answer to this but why do you think you resonate so much with with midlife women like it, i mean literally i've just been going through the book while we were while my husband long-suffering husband was trying to get us tech technically sorted and and I, so i they just all want to make me cry they literally just i think i said when i was lucky enough to do a sleeve note on one of the on it was for the women yeah. wasn't it um to yeah, the women to the women to the women that's it. Um, and I just, literally, your words touched my soul. And I think I can speak for, for most midlife women. And why do, you, why do you think that is? I think it is, well, number one, because that's where I am in life. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. you know, that's what I'm immersed in. And that's, um, I've been quite shocked by what I, I encountered in midlife in many ways. And I kind of, I kind of had my second child and I wanted to sort of look around at everybody else and go, is it just me? Anybody else? Is this hard? Yeah. <laughs> uh, what about yeah. this? What mm. about, and, and so mm. really, I, what I was trying to do without realising it was find out if I was alone. So I was struggling with this mm. whole image of being the perfect parent, trying to get it all right, you know, trying to be a good mum, trying to be a good friend, trying to also have a career, trying to uh, not feel guilty about working too much, trying to get the balance right. And I just thought to myself, this is impossible. It's absolutely impossible. Surely somebody else must be feeling like I'm feeling. And of course, the minute you put out that little call, you know, you, the first hand up, is always tentative and then everybody else is like yes me too it's a nightmare and so what i didn't understand until i look back now yeah. is that i was looking for a tribe of people to go mm. it's all right to get things wrong it's all right to forget it's all right to fail it's all right to not be perfect it's all right to hate going to the gym and you know really want to just allow yourself to get older and get fatter and but also still want to have nice hair and a nice lipstick some days you know it's it's all right to be all things at all times and just be who you are and if it's not good enough for people then you know this is the time to to realize that and and let the people go and let the people come in who need to come in so um once i started on it i couldn't stop basically and uh, and now it's just a case of if I'm feeling something, chances are you'll be feeling it as well. Maybe not today, but in six months' time or three months ago. Um, 
And I just think women have such a similar journey, regardless of what they do or whether they have kids or whether they're single, we still have a similar journey and we still have a similar thought process. And we all hit that point where we go, that's it now. I'm not doing this anymore. This is silly. Yeah. This is silly. Yeah. It is, that's what it is. <laughs> it's funny when you, just before you said it, I was, uh, I, when you said, you know, one person tentatively yeah. put their hands up. I do feel, and I know Lou feels the same way, like we are a tribe. Midlife women, we are a tribe. And I've said it before, but I'll say it again. People forget we are... We were the rebels of the 90s and noughties. Do you know what I mean? We were raised differently from our mothers and our grandmothers. And we're not going down without a fight. Exactly. (laughs) And also, we're not here to suffer. You know, no. and it's it's tough in your teens and your twenties. Yeah, you're having a lot of fun, but really, you're you're constantly anxious about, you know, am I going to have a career? Am I going to have my own house? Am I ever going to get married? Am I ever going to have kids? Am I ever going to be? So it might look great fun and wonderful from the outside, but we remember that life as a young person is it's a bit traumatizing. You know, there there there's a mm. lot of of good stuff. There's a huge amount of bad stuff as well. And it's about getting to the point at going at some point this that has to stop and the fun has to come in and the peace has to come in and the acceptance has to come in. And as soon as you accept that this is as good as I'm ever going to get and I might be great some days, but on other days I'm going to be absolutely rubbish. As soon as you make that acceptance and, you know, everybody else familiarizes with that and gets used to it, suddenly life is just a whole lot easier. And the, the peace, you know, the most important thing to me now is my peace and I will not disrupt it for very little, very little. It has to be something really special if I think it's going to take away my little peaceful world that I've created. And so. are you at peace? Are you, do you think you are in a better space mental health wise than you've ever been? And do you think writing has been a part of that or or do you just think the passage of time hugely i i mean i get to i get to do something now every day that helps me deal with my own thought processes and my own ups and downs because i'm really i'm a real up and down person you know i can always find the joy in the day even if i feel really low I can still laugh at a cat on TikTok or something. And as long as I can <laughs> laugh at something in a day, I'm fine. Um, but I do, you know, this is who I am. I'm a real up and down, in and out. There, there's rarely a calm week in my mind. So I have to then make sure that my life is calm. And when you've got kids and, you know, that's not easy. So you 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 build it in, in, in the best possible way to minimize the chaos and the chaos should be the fun stuff so it should be the birthday parties and the family get-togethers and the friends being able to drop in it that kind of chaos is always welcome but when it comes to drama or you know unnecessary putting yourself out to achieve things that actually when you think is that really going to matter in 20 years time that kind of chaos is shelved gone um, only mm. good chaos now and peace. Uh, so it helps me every single day. So to be able to do something every day that helps me um, and fits exactly in with my really weird brain, um, it's, a, mm. it's a total gift. It's really good for you to write stuff down, isn't it? Journaling, I mean, even if you don't aren't going to broadcast it the way Donna has, do you journal, Lou? I, do you write gratitudes or anything? No, I do that naturally every day because of my job. But I do yeah. journal, but I haven't made it a I have to do it every day thing. 
So uh-huh, I've got, no like Donna was, was describing, I've got a beautiful leather book and all the pens and stencils and stickers and the full works. And when I've got something to say, then I put it down in my journal and I make it all look beautiful. But I can't be doing with the, you've got to do it every day and you've got to list yeah, this and you've got to yeah, list that. So exactly. Yeah. I just make it a fun thing. So I do when I want to. See, I don't journal. I, I, I just go on to Instagram and I should really perhaps journal instead. Shut up, Kaywood. I'm like you, Sarah. <laughs> I don't journal. And um, I f- the, the only time I'll ever sort of write something down in that way is if I'm really angry at somebody for something. And I will put it all into an email that I'll never send. Mm-hmm. And I, f- I find that a really cathartic thing, but I don't journal and I don't, because I don't like to write and I don't like, I don't have the capacity to spend that time, which sounds terrible. But if I think somebody else is going to read it and possibly resonate with it and it might help them or it might, you know, then that's a completely different thing. I can write for hours and hours. So you do, so you do journal, really. You just share it. Just journal and share it, exactly. Like, yeah. you, like you do on Instagram. You know, oh. it's a different way of doing it, isn't it? Oversharing it. Is well, you say oversharing it. <laughs> I don't really think there's such a thing as oversharing anymore. Neither do I. I'm sure I have probably overshared on occasion. I mean, but, I, but like you said, but if, if, but if there's one person on my Instagram feed that goes, oh, thanks for saying that out loud, okay, well, then my job's done. Exactly. So, mm. And I don't, and I literally, like I bought Lou for her birthday last year, I bought her a print that I found. What's it say? It's got a little girl in like a prairie dress. It's a painting. Mm. It's so mm. cool and she's drawing, she's graffitiing on a wall. So she looks like Holly Hobby, oh. but she's, mm. and what she, and what she writing, no fucks given. Yeah. yeah, she's halfway through writing No Fucks Given. <laughs> it's really good. In fact, I bought, basically, I want it myself. I'm going to have to go and get that print. Because it is really, although Best kind of present. Well, yeah, but my my, my, my kids will be like, Mummy, you can't have swears on yeah, the wall. Exactly. And they get really upset. So Because exactly. I wanted I wanted this thing that says shit show above the oven. <laughs> it's Give it car- a few more years, you'll in, be fine. It's in carnival writing. So like, mm. you know, like oh. circus yeah. show. It says shit show. Uh, but they weren't having it. I love that. So, yeah. <laughs> it's good, isn't it? Irregular bitches. Can I just read oh, one please. of the ones? Uh, one of your is because the other thing I noticed with I wish I knew, which is the latest out now, all good <laughs> bookshops and online <laughs> retailers, <laughs> retailers people. So this one that I want to read, it's only it's just a paragraph. Uh, but the only the, but the reason it resonated so much is because and Lou might not be so guilty of this, but with 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 this social media world that we live in I always I I tell my friends um that if they if they're comparing themselves I always say comparison is the death of joy and it's greener grass am I allowed to read it can I read it it says the grass will often look greener elsewhere and maybe it is or maybe it's fake maybe that grass has been lovingly watered every day maybe the weather has been just the perfect kind to grow that grass right what I'm trying to say is your grass is green enough And if you water it more and shine some sunlight on it daily, it will only grow greener still. Love your own grass. Everything you love only gets better. (laughs) I love it. Gorgeous message. I just love it. Gorgeous. I just love it. Honestly, that's just, I mean, I've got so many post-its in that. (laughs) That's exactly what I did when I I said... Yeah, oh, I sent a list oh. over to Donna and I, I messaged, didn't I, and said, I'm putting my post-it notes in, I'm about a third of the way through and I'm up to about 25. <laughs> I can't, can I just, can I just say, and I know that Lou did the same thing, can I just say to everybody listening, 
go and buy three or four copies of these books and put them in your present yep. cupboard. Because uh, you know what I've gone and done, though? I've only gone and given all of my to the women and notes from a pandemic. I've given them all away. I now don't possess those myself, so I'm going to have to rebuy them. I'll send you one. Which I've I will. some to the women. No, you don't have to. <laughs> no, don't, don't. I love it. You see, that's the one, isn't it, that I sent yeah. to Fern. And, and I never... The reason, Donna, I'll tell you the backstory to this. The reason I sent Fern that book is because I um, read somewhere or I heard, I think it was on her podcast, that she talked about how she loves to give books and, and, and how she loves to receive them. And she said, but people don't yeah. often buy books for me. And serendipitously, wow. I had been recommended to the women the week before by an Instagram follower and I and I bought it and I loved it and I was like I know who I'm going to send this to and it was it was apropos of nothing it was a random act of kindness just because I knew that she would really love it I never expected her to share it but I know that that it kind of went a bit viral after uh, that uh, and I mean it? It for went, me when something like that happens for someone like me it, it's, you, you you can't buy it you know you can't predict it like you say it's it's such a random sequence of events and it's organic and what could be better mm. than somebody organically gifting something of yours to somebody who organically is touched by it and then shares um it mm. wasn't a you know a, a she didn't even tag me because why would she because she was just sharing it wasn't sort of partnership thing or a please you know it no. was just one of those lovely things and for me, it's like, you know, joy raining down. It's the best thing. It's just so wonderful. I can't even begin to tell you how that feels. And then when you said that she yeah. had, uh, Fern, sorry, had name-checked me in her new book, you know, again, mm -hmm. it was one of those moments that you just can't believe. Uh, so I went out and bought that, and I was like... <laughs> 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 it's right and, at the and, end yeah, so oh, you must have had to get through the whole thing <laughs> well actually i sniffed it out really quickly you'd be surprised it's like i knew <laughs> because it's, it's not just at the end it's also in a paragraph um in a chapter um oh twice. I, I, didn't, I missed that I, I managed to ah. find it after about four or five page flicks it was like it called to me here you are. Love it. <laughs> of course. It's so not, you know what, I actually, we're going to, well, we'll go back to this briefly and find out. Probably should have prepped you, but this brings us nicely to Irregular Bitches Recommends, doesn't it, Lou? Because we do, because that's, that's basically why that was born, wasn't it? It's because we were constantly sharing of that. And it's so generous of Fern to yeah. share on her platforms as well, because she, because she knows that what's going to, and, and I always yeah. try and share on my meagre platforms when I can. And Lou does, we all do. Um, but do you have anything? particular midlife women wise that you just would swear by that you find yourself telling your friends about all the time either a book or a skin cream or anything like that is there anything and I know I put you on the spot oh. a bit or a food my mind has gone completely and utterly blank have a think about it because I bet Lou's got more to ask and we'll maybe come back to it if not I can always fill in that blank I've always got shit loads to recommend yeah let me have a think about it I'm sure it I'll be texting you all night with a million things that I've thought about. <laughs> it's too late to add it underneath. Irregular. Bitches. 
my biggest recommendation of all, because there is so much going on, whether you're perimenopausal or menopausal, you're thinking about your fitness, you're thinking about your diet, you're thinking about the way you relate with your family, you're thinking about, I'm a, a good friend, I'm a terrible wife. That That's the first one to go, isn't it? <laughs> so that's the first one to drop down the list, poor husbands. <laughs> but you worry about that too. And, you know, am, am I a good carer for my elderly relatives? Am I, you know, bringing up my kids well enough? Am I not? them you are being pulled in so many different directions that for me the biggest recommend i would give anybody is keep talking about it at any point keep seeking anything out that you can read anybody that's talking about it anyone who wants to have a conversation or a coffee keep bringing it up instead of just you know talking about the weather you know straight into the old oh you know i'm really struggling to sleep i keep having these you know intrusive thoughts or just keep chatting because the more we talk about it the more it becomes normal conversation the more it's available it's like you know it's like sending out to the universe and it rains down doesn't it there's so much out there so just keep seeking somebody else who is you know going to listen or feel the same or know someone or something and keep the conversation going Great that's advice. An amaz- that's an amazing irregular bitches recommends. And just yeah. a, a brief, a brief aside at the at the at the um, back of Donna's book, there is two pages worth of of places that you can go. Mm. Uh, it's a, if you have been affected by any of the topics raised in. I wish I knew. You may help. You may find it helpful to talk to your partner, relative, friend, or reach out to one of the services below. And there's loads there. So yeah, she. I love that. Nice touch. Oh, thank you. It's it was important to me that you know it, it had some sort of practical help as well because um, it's all very well opening up the conversations, but some people won't have anybody to further that chat with, which makes me sad. That this book was designed for women their age, but also right down to the teenagers because for me that's when my issues began, and um, if I was able to talk about it then, if I was able to read things then, it would have really helped me, you know, rather than than struggle through my 20s and 30s pretending everything was all right and that I wasn't somebody who struggled with all things. Um, nobody who knew me would ever know that I go up and down or, you know, I, I suppose I do suffer with depression. I've never coined the phrase. I've always just gone, I'm having one of my little dips, you know, but at the end of the day, that's depression. It is. It's when you go, mm. you know, low. If, if I was talking about it from an early age, it would have been a completely different ball game for me. So I really want to try and encourage aunties, grannies, mums, sisters, cousins, whatever to, to try and, open these little conversations it could be it could be the tiniest little part of a conversation but what that does is it it, you know it could fall on deaf ears it could look like the whole thing was a complete waste of time and if maybe the wrong thing to say to somebody but what that does is it starts a process where that teenager or that young person is going to think you know oh wait a minute maybe I'm not the only one so a seed yeah so a seed Mm. so that was really important for me too because you know that the the numbers of suicides amongst young people at the moment is ridiculously high and there's been quite a lot of studies done to say that it's an impulse that you know I don't know how they can study this I don't know how they can find this out but that moment in time that decision is an impulse that given a different sequence of events um could have been avoided and that's a minefield because what you don't want to do is make people think that there is something they could have done or you know add Mm. any guilt or any but 
it is a scientific thing that teenage brains and young brains, you know, they're developing all the time and they don't reach that full point of development until their early 20s. And there are these synapses and these impulses that, you know, that still fire. That's why teenagers can do impulsive things and silly things sometimes. Mm. So just that one little thought, um, there is a, a, a poem in the book about suicide. And it was important for me to put that in there. That little thought could possibly um, change a, a course of events, even just for that one day. Wouldn't that be, mm. you know, a wonderful thing? Amazing. You need to get. You need to give it to Lola. To oh, she, Lola. she'll be home in the next few weeks. She'll be. She'll be there back. Yeah, yeah. She's read too, so she she'll have the next one oh, by her bed. <laughs> bless her. Oh, bless her. Lou, have you got anything? else you need have any burning desires to ask no i think we've just about gone through my list we've rinsed her we've <laughs> rinsed her we knew we she'd would. be brilliant we knew that oh, absolutely Thank you very much <laughs> oh donna honestly you're just you're very you're very special i don't think you realize that well i hope you do but you're just you bring magic to the table and Aww. i just and i'm so glad that that you are doing what you're doing and and taking your words out there it's it's wonderful and i love that, that poetry is now a thing and prose and uh, and sharing and emotions and everything i just think it just makes me warm and fuzzy and just quickly there's you have a piece of prose about people being cool and people being warm yes, yes. Oh my God, I loved it because I know so many cool people and that I wish I was and I've never been cool. Me neither. Um, I was always the co-host that was the uncool one in any show I did. I, and the I other thought you were cool. I don't think uh, that's true. That may be how you as, feel, but... Yeah. Not not as cool as the others. I know what Although, you mean. You, you, you're an overshader. You're somebody who will be effusive yeah. and warm and bubbly and sometimes yeah. you wish you could be the laid-back, gracious person yeah. who seems to really consider what they say and never thinks, oh, I shouldn't have said that. And witty, yeah. you know, with sharp wit and stuff. And I was never that person. When I read that, I nearly cried. I was like, I yeah. w- would rather be that person Absolutely. that Donna's talking about. I I'd be, rather be the now... over, over the top, over too much, too yeah. much, too much. Because, uh, you know, you're being yourself, you're being authentic. And that warmth that you share with other people it comes through the phone, it comes through, you know, you are so like that, Sarah. And, you know, it, it. you can feel that energy even when you're not in the room with somebody, you feel it coming through, you feel, you know, like mm. you're warm, you feel warmer. And I'd much rather, you know, feel that than yeah. than an, a little icy, you know, warm is where a warm life is. We're definitely, yeah, we're definitely a warm podcast, aren't we? You're Luke? a brilliant oh, I would podcast. Say so. and you're I would warm. say so. Yeah. yeah, and you're so welcoming. Our WhatsApp group's oh. pretty good as well. <laughs> yeah, can we just say, probably, yeah, we have, the three of us have a WhatsApp group. I love it. And I mean, it is, I've it been... in a place of joy. I've started just now randomly voice messaging you with my issues. I love it. I love it. <laughs> oh, and please don't stop calling me Angel. She was like, today, I must got to stop calling you Angel. It's a bit Why? creepy. I was like, it's not creepy. <laughs> Jesus, I'm all over the darlings, babe, sweetheart, sweet pink sugar tits, all of it. I think I had cast my eye down and there was three in a row just from me. And at the end, it's like Angel, Angel. And I was a bit like, oh, that's a bit cool. Over Angel, I have... no such thing. <laughs> I like sugar I like sugar tits as a form. And on that note, from three sugar titties here, <laughs> uh, 
Did that sound really wrong? You can take it out. Well, thank you very much to my husband for editing and producing a regular yes. bitches. That is all we've got time for this week. He's wonderful and helping sort out all of our tech issues. We love you, Andy. Thank you, Andy. Uh, thank you to Choposaurus for our music. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Donna Ashworth, for just being you, bringing your words to everybody and being our poet. We love you. Oh. And um, and thank you to my baby. Look at her there. Look at her little Tom. I love her so much. I just want to reach in and kiss her face. And, and she always gets the last word, which is luby, luby, luby. Well, today it's going to be steak or sugar tits. irregular bitches oh thank you for having me oh it was a joy it was a joy i actually thought that lou was going to say stay warm bitches no i don't want that (laughs) need to stay cool no no we need to i was it's a good point. It's a good point. We need a bit of cooling down at the moment. <laughs> I got I, I, Louise. I've been hot the last two nights. Oh, so have I. So have I. Is okay. it started, Donna? This is a new thing for me. It started. Uh, it started for me about three or four nights ago, and I, I just mm. yeah. it. It's not I fun. I had, I had kind of got on top of them, but now it's not good, is it? No, I, my feet get the hottest. It changes. Oh. You feel like you've got it all, yes, balance, balance, balance. And then next, you know, all up in the air, it's all changed again. It drives me mad. But for me, the itching at the moment, the itchy skin. Do you get the itchy skin? I don't, yeah. but lots of people do. You're no, she gets, that. she gets itchy ears. Oh, I do get itchy in the Me and Joe. She broke itchy to have shoulders to... and arms uh, and shoulders mm. and back. And yeah. just, it's it drives me insane. Uh, it's, it's a real symptom. And it's definitely one. Lots of people find antihistamine helps with that. Oh yes, I've I heard thought that. I thought about starting yeah. to try that and see if that. Lots helps. of people mm. find that that is really helpful. Yeah. Thank I you. have to say um, that it, my heat last night might have been because I binge watched three episodes, the last three episodes of series two of oh. Bridgerton, uh, and I can't tell you how much I fancy Jonathan Bailey. That's a now. different you kind of heat. Sorry. Fire, Sarah. You stopped <laughs> your fire. You put coal in your fire I and then went to bed. I swear to God, I the, he was uh, actually it's not him. I fancy it's Anthony Bridgerton, isn't it? Yeah. It is. But, oh it is. my God, the smolder! Right. Anyway, okay. we we need to go. Andy, Andy, you can keep this in if you want, babe. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Mm. 